and welcome everyone this is now another episode of the army of smartness podcast i am your co-host ryan and with me as always the man with the plan too sweet to be sour the man of the hour mr jd jd how you be well i feel stronger of voice than, than i did last week so i think we're on the right path um funny say man with the plan today of all days we are entitling this uh episode shoot the bleep i believe because that's what we're doing here we're, we're shooting from the proverbial hip we're just talking about a few topics in wrestling not reviewing anything uh this week we're a nice little change of pace um but yeah i think we we've got a nice little buffet of topics to go over about how about yourself ryan how you feeling I'm doing great. Like I said, we are shooting the Shiat today, the South Harmon Institute, of, the South Harmon Institute of Technology, of course, mm-hmm. uh, the Shiat sandwiches, um, if you will. Uh, but yes, uh, we're we're it's very loose today. It's just <clears throat> as uh, when you talk about getting over this uh, gunk, as it were, the mm-hmm. the allergy season is well upon us. I actually saw a aerial photo of i believe it was myrtle beach um that had what seemed to be a solid two miles worth of pollen uh right on the shore that went out into the ocean yeah it's also uh on the top of the water that that is gross and that's just uh that's a technical scientific term but uh i cannot say that i've ever seen that before um no but uh this is quite honestly, in my opinion, and I would assume the opinion of quite a few people, the worst allergy season that we have had at least in the last five years. Um, but yeah, this this just been real, real bad this year. Um, so uh, I am on the uh, other end of this. I you can still tell just a little bit of congestion over here, but Zyrtec has been my friend, and um, you know I googled the other day of uh states that have the least amount of pollen and at the top of the list was utah um and well I yeah was, no kidding i have st- plants to have top pollen i will stay in georgia um yeah but uh, yeah and for some reason north carolina was like number three on the list so if north carolina is number three on the list then there's not really that many states without a whole lot of pollen yeah um, well i'll be heading to north carolina this weekend so i'll let you know i'll give you a pollen report uh now in the mountains of north carolina it's probably not nearly as bad as it is down here so. i don't know man there's pine trees everywhere right. um pine mountain up there in fact I believe. Exa- exactly so I, I tend to not necessarily agree with that also and with utah there's also an awful lot there's okay so there's pine trees everywhere right um so i would much rather deal with pollen and not negative 50 degrees there you um, go. There, there are trade-offs. Life is a series of compromises. Well, I guess on some level there is uh there is a um a certain amount of uh, satisfaction in knowing that the pollen will die at minus fifty degrees. So is pollen alive? I mean, I'm not trying to get into a whole abortion, you know, heartbeat bill kind of thing here, but it, it, pollen die uh, is pollen alive? Well, uh, pollen is essentially the uh, jism of a plant yes i understand that but jism on its own is not alive right we don't consider that to be a living entity uh until it hooks up with the egg and you know there's 
lot of biology drawings uh, that go I don't in know, there. man. There's like little swimmers in this pollen, I'm sure. Just as yeah, there is. Are. Just as there is uh, on Which the other stuff. gives a whole uh, much darker uh, cast to the fact that I'm coughing up so much pollen. Um, <laughs> so that's taking me to places I'm not entirely comfortable with. Yeah. That should be the tagline for the podcast. Takes you to places you're not entirely comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, well, like I said, today we're we're just sort of shooting the shiot. Uh, As, we, yeah, I think, yeah, we certainly are so far. <laughs> we're we're shooting something. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we definitely want to get you to join us on Facebook at Army of Smartness, Twitter at Army of Smartness, and of course, Army of Smartness at gmail.com if you feel so inclined to send us an email. And oh, by the way, JD, I have breaking mm. news. Well, as you know, around here, when news breaks, we fix it. So lay it on me, Big Daddy. We have picked up some new listeners. Is that a fact? Yes. We're up to three. That's good. One of which is in Australia. Hey, look at Australia. Show it up. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Show it up and show it out. Good day, mate. Uh, let's put another shrimp on the bobby. Okay, well, that'll ensure that they never come back. <laughs> when you and me just then, that, that was it. That, that was our one shot at the continent of Australia, and it's gone now. Well, and we also picked up some listeners in the Netherlands. Hey, there you go. I don't know that much about the Netherlands, other than I think they have uh, you know, a lot of flooding there, a lot of dikes, right? Do I have that right? Uh, well, they have a lovely red light district. Um, okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was the whole Anne Frank house thing. That's a little dark for where I was going with this. I was about to say we're we're nearing our most jism laden episode uh, with all this talk about pollen and, and uh, red light districts. But now I now I feel bad for having mentioned jism and Anne Frank in the same conversation. So yeah, well. So yeah. thanks for that. Well, it, you know, not not to be necessarily uh, uh, spoken of in the same sentence, even though we seem to have done it quite a few times today. But <clears throat> anywho, so obviously we're here to talk about wrestling, not uh, not treat Jism or Anne Frank, uh, both worthy subjects, both worthy sure, subjects not, in their uh, own in their own rights. However, that, that's uh, for our next that's for our next series of podcasts on the podcasting network here. Yeah, it'd be uh, uh, Der Pollen, uh, which uh, <laughs> coming Diary of a Young Tregism. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we, we probably don't need to, to shoot the shiat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. it can go anywhere, it can go anywhere here. So, so uh, in now headlines, I, now in I hear headlines. something interesting. Right. I want you to. I want to put you in a position to either confirm or disconfirm the reports I'm hearing. Your World Wrestling Entertainment in talks for legalized betting, gambling on ras on the wrestling. Do I have that right? You have had that right, yes, sir. Well, it is Calvin Ridley's lucky day. Maybe he got reinstated, and now he can bet on wrestling. Uh, he can bet all he wants to now. Actually, he Ooh. needs to do well because uh, I need some more draft picks for. Yeah, no, I I read his uh, article in the Players Tribune, which I I, uh, 
suggest you read as well. It's very, very heart touching at, at certain points. But yeah, he said he and uh, with T Law, he can hit you know, fourteen hundred yards receiving easy. I was like, well, good. Up, up that draft pick for me, baby. Absolutely. I just fly routes all the time. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all I'm looking for. But uh, yes, as you uh, mentioned, there is a report from CN- CNBC that notes the WWE is in talks with Colorado and Michigan State gambling regulators about possibly legalizing betting on high-profile scripted match outcomes. <clears throat> uh, WWE has actually hired accounting firm Ernst & Young uh, to secure scripted match results in hopes that it will convince regulators that there's no chance of results leaking to the public. And they do other, all the and, time. <laughs> what are you talking about? And Ernst right, Young and other accounting firms have historically worked with award shows, uh, including the Academy Awards and the Emmys, to keep results a secret. Um, well, let's break this down just a little bit here. Too many loose lips around there. Sorry, go ahead. First of all, people are already betting on WWE. I mean, it's there's, I already, there's already a market. I don't want to denigrate any of our wonderful listeners, and thank you for, for listening to the show, both of you. Um, but I feel like if you're betting on wrestling, that is the last brain cell letting go. I mean, that that we're into degenerate gambling at that point. I mean, that's that's maybe a half step above cockroach races. In my estimation, what in the world are you bet? Where are you betting on? Fixed, quote unquote, fixed wrestling matches. Yeah, I Who mean, take that bet. To be fair, most of what happens in Vegas is fixed, anyways. There's, I mean, I'm just saying that that's that's been the name of the game. The house is always going to win, no matter what. Well, I, um, uh, yeah. And my get my guess is that they're probably not going to take a whole lot of Braun Strowman versus you know like the Brooklyn Brawler matches. Uh, I mean, that, even that could change as they walk out the curtain. I mean, this, this is card subject to change. Everything subject to change here. It, anyway, I just think this is ripe to be uh, abused. Both in as the aforementioned loose lips and also oh, betting action is going pretty solid here. The XFL, by the way, is running betting lines into the ground. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, the they. Someone could easily take advantage of this. Someone within the organization or, you know, the organization itself could, could easily take advantage of something like this. I, oof. That's me. Well, and, and I mean, the thing is, I mean, there are prop bets on Super Bowl as to what first song by the, whoever is performing at halftime is going to be. It's always the national anthem. Uh, well, no, always not, not, not at halftime. Uh, we had halftime specifically. Okay. I mean, there there's a bet on how long the national anthem is going to last. I mean, always take the over. Oh, well, it, it was it was the under this past go round. Really? Yeah, by two seconds. Hmm. Um, I think, I think the over under was like two hundred five or two hundred seven, and ended up being like two seconds under. Huh. And I mean, there's all kind of crazy prop bets over here. I see nothing wrong with betting on wrestling as well. Um, because at the end of the day, even though that it is predetermined and it is fixed and some people do know that, uh, doesn't mean that you can't throw money on it. Um, 
What kind of odds you give me on uh, Luke Skywalker at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi? What kind of what kind of action we're looking at there? Well, I've already seen that. You don't know that Lucas is remastering shit all the time. He could change it the next go around. You have no idea. He's all the time adding stuff in. Well, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think that the ending of a movie's ever really changed. That's always stayed the same. Well, they added in uh, Ghost Anakin from the Phantom Man or the, the prequel Anakin. They added that into the end of Return of the Jedi. They can, okay, they, what did that they change? They can change it on you. They can change it on you. Well, I mean, you know, how many of you guys had Ghost Anakin on this? I mean, if you if you bet on Ghost Anakin, boy, you probably hit big because I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um. But yeah, I don't necessarily see an issue with it. I mean, they're trying to compare it to Academy Awards, but I would compare it to just prop bets for stupid shit that happens in, you know, sports uh, games. I mean, yeah. if if we're allow if we're if we're allowing people to bet on the color of the Gatorade that is poured on top of the winning coach, why not professional? I feel like it's mostly wrestling? the the kind of greenish yellow. I feel like I see that most often. Well, generally speaking, they they were you know if you think for instance if the Broncos are going to win, you think it's either going to be you know blue, purple, or or, or orange. Well, um, do they do they divvy them up by team like that? I, I my working theory has always been it seems like it's the lemon lime because that one tastes the worst, so it's going to be fullest at the end of the game. Like you never see the red; that's always all drunk up. The orange is probably always drunk up as well. The the uh, blue the blue flavor is probably gone. So all they're left with is lemon lime, so that's what gets dumped on the coach. Well, this year, I believe, was green. Exactly. Lemon lime That's what I'm saying. No, that's yellow. Is it yellow? I thought it was yellowish green. Radioactive urine. Wow. Creatism and radioactive urine. If you had that on your prop bet for for this week's uh, podcast, you'd you'd be a wealthy man. But, uh, yeah, I, I just... I don't see an issue with it. Um, I mean, hell, you if we can if we can bet on all this silly shit that's on everything else, why not? Let me, let me kind of amend this a little bit. I'm not against people doing it. I'm not going to tell consenting adults what they should do with their money, but I don't know. This has bad idea, bad idea genes written all over it to me. But hey, raw WWE go make you some money. Vegas go make you some money. Um, do it, baby. Do it and let me and Calvin Ridley ride with you. All the way to the top, baby. All the way to the top. But I, I, uh, I don't know. I think I feel better betting on professional wrestling than I do a, a, a game that I have no idea about. See, it's the illusion of knowledge, right? We all, we think we're this, you know, we're army of smartness, right? We think we know so much. And, you know, we can tell a lot of things, but at the same time, some things are just like, what do you do? Like, it doesn't make any sense to do. Well, I mean, I don't know. I th- I th- I'm on board. With uh, I'll be in. Let's develop. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm not. You're skipping out on us. Okay. Well, basically, all I'll say is I'm not against it happening. Go get that money. But it just strikes me on the face of it as, as very funny. I hear you. 
Well, moving on, we have uh, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon was actually at Raw this past Monday, and apparently he was sporting a Gomez Adams mustache. There's got to be a picture of this. Um, I have not seen this. I have seen pictures online, but I don't know how legit they are. But apparently he has dyed his hair, and his he has a sweet Gomez Adams uh, mustache. Like the pencil thin? Yeah, it's oh wait a minute. This looks like a leaked photo. If I had a pencil thin mustache, you know what? Let me just I don't wanna if this photo is accurate, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Now that he looks older and smaller, I mean like it looks it it you know what? It's a change, but I'm not against it. If it's if, the if one that's, one, that I'm he's standing here, with, the, if it's the one that he's standing with the guy in the white, that is fake. Yeah. Oh, that's fake. Ah, well, damn. Well, this is a good job, though. So it looked good. Yeah, it's actually a pretty pretty good Photoshop, but uh, I'm hoping yeah. that we can okay, get a confirmed uh, picture of that. If we do, we'll put it up on the Facebook. Um, well, he is really all he has cashed his chips in for Cody. Then, if he's even gotten the dashing Cody Rhodes mustache going, so that's you know, that's nice. But let's address the fact that he was at Raw at all. Don't worry, board. He's not going to have any control over creative, he's not going to be involved in that at all. He's just going to be exploring the strategic alternatives. Okay, yeah. well, he, he's going to have input on creative, but Triple H has the final decision. Okay, Triple H is going to consult with Vince before they make a final decision, but it, 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 ultimately it's Triple. Well, I, well, he's going to he's going to do the the Brock thing and the Bobby Lashley thing, but other than that, it's going to be Triple H, and he's not going to be involved. At, oh, he's at Raw now. Oh, um, gosh, yeah, so, we're we are straight up living an animal farm, aren't we? Uh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes, comrade. We're oh no, well, no, no he's no, got no, the no. Stalin stash. He's got That's... the Stalin stash out there. I mean, you know. Pretty soon the pigs will be standing up on their legs and wearing over four legs good, two legs better, baby. Yeah. I uh it 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 does appear that there is rumor that he is uh consulting on the Brock Lesnar and Omos um angle, as we mentioned last week. Um he's not really doing anything to quell those rumors by showing up no. at Raw. And that's Vince McMahon written all over it. And now this has actually mustache. been confirmed. Maybe he, thought, by, he thought nobody would recognize it. No one would know it was him. Like it's a disguise. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, it's, it's like a, uh, I don't know, just in my head, I just sort of wish it was like a Groucho Marx. Right. Yeah, the glasses. <laughs> like, this, is, this is not Vince McMahon. This is Mint's Backman. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, where, he's walking around with a big old shirt that says not Vince right on it. So. Yeah. Is it, uh, what's his brother's name? Is it uh, Rod? Could it be Rod? No, he, he died. Is he dead? Oh, poor Rod. Yeah, he died. Damn. I just love the fact that Conrad tried to get him to come up to, to one of the star casts. Well, yeah. Uh, and then Bruce reaches out to him and says, buddy, you got some balls on you. <laughs> uh, love old Connie. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, it 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 appears that no none of the talent was informed that he was going to be there. And Undercover so, boss, there you go. It was like the mustache right. plays. Who am I? Hey, hey pal. Hey, hey, uh, hey, buddy. 
It's it's me, uh, not Vince. How are you? God damn Anything pal. about the whole uh, <laughs> gosh darn, buddy? Sort of. What do you think about that old Vince McMahon? He's a real uh, piece of work, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful guy, huh? Yeah, I just... Uh... <laughs> this is so surreal. Betting on wrestling, Vince showing up in a mustache. <laughs> this is the weirdest timeline. What, what has happened? <laughs> I'm coughing up treegism. The whole timeline is just screwed here. Treegism, Anne Frank, Vince McMahon in a mustache. And poor old Anne Frank. And poor old Anne Frank. Jesus. <laughs> no, I am going to disagree with you. you should, we should do these episodes more often. This is fantastic. I can't promise you Vince McMahon and a mustache every time, though. Well, <laughs> well, hopefully next week he'll come out in a beard. <laughs> like, uh, he hates uh, wait, beards, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the uh, guy in the mustache. I'm a new guy, right? <clears throat> I'm Vince McBeard. <laughs> but uh, I, <sighs> I don't know, man. Like I said, we're 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 kind of living in Animal Farm right now. Uh, for those of you yeah. that are literary nuts, well, uh, I mean, this is so. I, we, we called this is what was going to happen. This was never going to stay away. Either he cannot legally be there, or he's going to have his hands in something. Maybe a paralegal. Um, yeah, the, it, ah. it was never going to ah. go. It, well, I mean, maybe that's again it all ties back to the mustache. Maybe he's giving out mustache rides now. Maybe maybe he has his hands in the nether regions or the netherlands. Yeah, well, you know, that's another country we could cross off the list and never listen to us again. Thank you. <laughs> uh, alienating the world one country at a time. Yeah, that's fine. USA and this <laughs> uh, But yeah, that? No, it's, on the face of it, this is all just so absurd. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. This is fantastic, but it's the best kind of just weird. Hmm. Ugh. Speaking of the best kinds of weird, how many children have you poured uh, tequila on in the past couple of weeks? Everyone who hasn't poured tequila on a child in the last, I don't know, 10 days, take one step forward. Not so fast, MJF. <laughs> uh, what is going on here? What is this about? Uh, apparently, Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, uh, in character... Pours what I assume he has thought was water upon a, which uh, initial reports were that it was water. Uh, turns out he poured tequila on a child fan at AEW Revolution. Um, which he took away from the child's mother. Yeah. And then threw it, and then threw it on the child and walked off. Yeah, yeah. MJ, MJF the, is the uh, is the bad guy here, but old mom shooting tequila watching wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's shooting tequila with you know, bring her kid to the wrestling matches. Um, yeah, there's some questions there too. I but, mean, it's not a margarita, you know. It's just straight tequila. No, it's straight up a little cup of tequila, which I didn't know they sold at, at concessions. But hey, I'm going to the wrong arenas apparently. Um, yeah. I, 
And it, obviously, it's an in the moment thing to do. He didn't premeditate. So, like, to your point, I don't think he knew it was tequila. He probably didn't, wasn't paying attention uh, to that part of it. But that those are some brass balls on MJF. Let me tell you, just some random lady and her son. Because I assumed it was a plant, right? When, when, when you first see this, you're like, oh, that's a, okay, cool. It's like, you know, the kid, people that would have come, come up and do dares for Tiger Ali Singh back in the day, there would be a plant. Um, but yeah, apparently this is 100% legitimate. And the legend of MJF grows and grows. Just imagine what would have happened if he'd actually <laughs> done it to a grown ass man. Like, right. I, I well, just, I mean, yeah, the bullies that, don't pick targets that can fight back. Yeah. He's. Yeah, if he'd have done it That's to somebody that would fight back, this would have been headline news because there probably would have been a fight. Especially if he'd have, if he'd have thrown tequila in my face, I, you know, mm-hmm. he'd beat the hell out of me, but I'm going to slap shit out of him at least. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, he, he'd probably, you know, tear either one of us up, but, I mean, there'd, there'd be a couple marks on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and you. hey I was waiting <laughs> for it. it. So, I saw uh, Lob that one in there for you. But yeah, no, so apparently AW came down and gave him a bunch of swag, you know, this, that, and the other, I guess, to defray the inevitable litigation. Uh, but it, it's a it's kind of a great moment, frankly. Uh, but you know, you, in some ways you hate it for the kid, but at the same time he got a lot of free stuff, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, they uh Tony Khan actually just led him backstage and he met Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, <laughs> They don't say that MJF said anything to him, but I'd like to think that he probably did. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you hear, no, I hope you hear MJF talking. It's still talking, real to me, damn it. You hear MJF talking about it at the press fight pressers like, that kid had it coming. <laughs> oh, did he really? <laughs> yeah, he talked about oh, it. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. And and uh, apparently he's, uh, MJF is uh, hawking pickles at this uh, presser here. Um, no muffins. No, yeah, no muffins this time. It, apparently, it's just uh, I believe it's a. I, I I forget the name of the company that makes them, but it's it's like craft pickles. It's like I'm sure K- it's like a kosher kosher pickle. Well, it's like a Kalen, uh, like it. it uh, it's, I want to say it's Kalen and Company pickles or something like that. Anyways, but he's just like eating a pickle. He's like, "This is a good effing pickle. Who wants a pickle?" It's like you. How about you? Yeah, why don't you get up here and get a pickle? <laughs> so MJF just at these pressers flicking his pickle. CM Punk is just burying the company. Tony has no control over these things at all, does he? Mm, no, not at all. <laughs> he's, he's just there for the ride. He's just there. Sometimes he's just there cashing checks, baby. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's to their detriment. Sometimes it's to their advantage. So you know, okay, you take the bad with the good, I suppose. But yeah, ah man, I'm a I'm a fan of it. MJF getting that old school heat, um, and if nothing else, the kid, whenever he gets older, he's gonna have something to talk about. Oh, love it, God, I love it. So, um, well, Cornette always talks about you know, Gary. Yeah. Okay. Now, Cornette always talks about like back in the day, like people, quote unquote, knew wrestling was rigged to an extent or whatever, but he, you know. He always said the best workers and his job, he always felt like was to say, okay, I know that the rest of that stuff's all fake, but the best guy, this, these two people are mad. You know what I mean? Or whatever. 
tell me whatever else is fake. This is real. And I feel like that's the element MJF gives us. Say what you want about everybody else. This guy's really a dick. I mean, as far as, you know, as far as the public persona goes, he certainly is. Now, he may be the sweetest, the sweetest guy in the world, you know, when he's absolutely sure there are no cameras on him. But he maintains his character to the public all the time. And I, I have to respect that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, big fan of it. Um, give me more. Uh, as long as you don't throw Pour tequila me in. more. Pour me more. Sorry. Pour me. Anyways. Yeah, so long as you ain't throwing tequila in my face, I'd like to see more of it. Or in Frank's face. Or, you know, the tree chism as well. Make important the tree face. I don't care about that. Uh, all, you, you for themselves. All the, all the tree chism you can stand. No, I want to have to pour tequila on it. Then you oh. go away. But uh, speaking of Hall of Fame, <laughs> yes, uh, Dave Meltzer has indicated that WWE is making Hall of Fame calls this week. Uh, right one after that shows back up, huh? Yeah, that seems seems to be rather um, unrelated, convenient timing. But uh, I'm actually kind of shocked that they have not announced anybody uh, at this point because here we are, what? Uh, almost a little more than a month away from WrestleMania mm-hmm. um, and no Hall of Fame announcements. Um, yeah. Doesn't even appear that they've made calls prior to this past week, according to... Now, that does seem cutting it close. Yeah, that does seem like it's cutting it close in terms of booking arrangements and all that sort of thing. So, uh, I guess, really begs the question here, who do you think is going in? Who should go in? We got... Uh, Generally speaking, we have a headliner, a mid-carder, a woman, a tag team, and about two, three other people. Uh, oh, you can say it. There, come on. What? Have the courage to say what one of the categories appears to be. What? They always like to get a minority in there for some reason. Uh, I, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know why that needs to be a category. There are plenty of minority ca- candidates who stand on their own merits, but it seems like every year they 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 try to make it specific to that. I don't know why. I know. Um, I I would say that probably the headliner this year has got to be Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one that's getting the most buzz. Uh, it's in LA. Um, it's fair to say that he is at least the second best uh, professional wrestler that is a Hollywood superstar. Um, after after Terry Funk, yeah, probably. Well, I was thinking Hulk Hogan. But no, um, Hulk Hogan was in one good movie ever. No, that Hulk no, Hogan never had a bad movie. <laughs> Someone's forgetting Santa with muscles. I see, yeah. Like I said, uh, never a bad movie, uh, especially, right. especially like Little Zeus. And um, well, you already said Santa with muscles, Suburban Commando. I mean, come on, I enjoyed Suburban Commando, but I was also seven. Um, no, I mean, he's in Rocky Three, which is great, and he's great in it. But no, I mean, you look at what what's um, Funk was in Roadhouse, Over the Top. I mean, some of the cinematic masterpieces of our time. Paradise Alley. I mean, come on, you can't hold no, no, no. Terry Funk is right up there. And then um, yeah, then I would say yeah, you got an argument for Batista in there at that number two slot. Yeah. Um. So. <sighs> 
I'm thinking there there seems to be some buzz that Umaga is going to go in this year. Okay, so that's going to be their dead guy? Because that's another one of the categories. Yeah, I'm not a... I don't... I don't want to be disrespectful to the Anawai family because it's such a... I mean, it's a great family. And honestly, the whole... I'm not sure if the whole family is in yet, but they probably should be. Um, But Umaga, I I just... Why don't you just pull country in? Just put some Moa in... Yeah, I mean, just put Samoa in. Plus Except Sam- for Samoa Joe. <laughs> I was, I was going to say plus Samoa Joe. But, um, yeah, I, I, Umaga himself, I mean, obviously talented off the Inye, but gone far too soon um, relative to what he could have done. Sure. I don't know that I would put him in the Hall of Fame, honestly. Um, yeah, I don't. No, no. Again, you have to preface all these with no disrespect, but no. it shouldn't just be, "Hey, we like the family, so we're going to put them in." I mean, I, you know, I think, I think, honestly, I'd be okay. Some years you didn't, you put, didn't put anybody in the Hall of Fame, rather than cheapen it by, you know, just whomever. Um, again, Umaga had a world of potential, and I hate that you know it was cut short. We didn't get to see what he could have accomplished. But based on the body of work, I can't. I can't put them in. I don't think I can either. Um, but uh, you know, uh, excuse me, but Vader needs to go in over him. Is Vader uh, not in? Oh, Vader, Vader went posthumously. Did Vader go? What, did Vader go in the last year? I feel like he went in this past year. Yeah, once once he died, they put him in. Like Bam Bam is the big miss right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Bam Bam maybe is well. Bam Bam should be in there. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm I'm sorry, Vader went in last year. Yeah. Uh, and Where's Bam the list? Bam. I'm on WWEHallofFame.com and there's not just a freaking list. It's got all kinds of video highlights. I want to just see the list. Yeah, I I, I would say Bam Bam Big Low's got to go in over Umaga. Um yeah, I mean that. Uh, so that's your main event or your mid Carter, Batista, Bam Bam, or are you gonna have Bam Bam as your posthumous? Uh, I would say Bam Bam being the posthumous. Um, okay. hate to call him a mid Carter because he was world champion, but I think Lex Luger needs to go in. Yeah, Lex would be one that that should go in. Um, and he needs I'd to like go to in while that. he's alive. By the way, yeah, like, well, his speech would be incredible. Right? I mean, look what he has done to himself, and he'll admit he did a lot of it to himself, but he has busted his tail to get, you know, to just be alive at this point. Uh, And he is a very inspirational figure. I don't know why Lex has not been in. I think the time certainly is, uh, is upon us. Yeah. As far as now the, in WWE, uh, he was never champion, so I guess you can call him mid Carter there. Yeah. He's a main eventer, he just never had the belt. I would say, uh, as far as a woman is concerned, <clears throat> uh, this, this might get me some heat, but Sable, Sable, uh, she's no, not necessarily you know the most gifted in the ring. However, 
you're kidding yourself if you do not think that she was must-see during the uh, Attitude Era. Um, I would say that there were several nights uh, during that era that the amount of signs that she had out in the crowd rivaled Stone Cold. Um, she was super, super over. And I don't think there's been too many women that have come along that have actually moved the needle as much, <laughs> so to speak, uh, as uh, Sable. So I, I would go with Sable. But I know Michelle McCool is getting a lot of uh, a lot of buzz, and I and I wouldn't be against that either. But I think Sable's got to go. What you think? I have no speech. You have Sable. no. Speech. Sable. Wow. Okay. Hey, that, that's your list. That's your list, baby. What do you, you think? Move your, listen, <laughs> move your needle all you need to. Um, yeah, I know back in the day, the Attitude Era, we used to, uh, yeah, that's when the, the TV little ratings came out, you know, so, you know, if, the, if it said TVMA, it's like, oh, this is good. Stick around for this. This is going to be good. Stick around for this. So, I get it. Dial-up was not as fast as the internet that we have these days, so Sable you know, it was a much quicker fix to to move the proverbial needle, but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna see. Uh, to me, that cheapens it. That, that I'm sorry, Brock, but uh, uh, to me, uh, a sable entry would would now you're just letting anybody in. Um, and Michelle McCool, I, did she have a big enough impact, long enough, or are we just doing it as a favor to Undertaker? Now I understand doing it as a favor to Undertaker, but no, oh, she was Divas Champion. I understand. Well, women's champion. So was yeah, prior, by the way. Prior to the women's revolution, that uh, you know. But anyway, yeah. If if, okay, if, if it's going to be everyone who's ever held a belt, then why don't we just call it the Hall of Champions? I, mean, I don't. I mean, the most glaring and you know, um, omission for me so far in in Hall of Faming is someone who never held a belt. That's Jim Cornette. I'm talking about a woman. I mean, no, I'm just saying, but yeah, but well, you mentioned that, uh, you know, other people have had the belt, but I I don't think that's the criteria. We're putting Kali in. You put great Kali in. Right. Yeah. He's in. You're going to not hinder gender. gender, He will probably go in as soon as he retires and honestly couldn't be a nicer guy. I'm sure he's a wonderful (laughs) human being, Uh, but well, I mean, uh, JD, JD, you got to put a woman in. Who who you putting in? This is what I saw. I said, you know, some years I'd be okay with nobody going in just to keep from just packing it. And now I'm starting to sound like a baseball writer. Um, yeah, is Beth Phoenix in? I'd put her in ahead of Natty Neidhart. I'd put her in. Beth Phoenix. Some people in. were talking. Okay, Natty Neidhart then. Will be my, She's will still be active. My move. So what? People come back all the time. Edge has come back after his Hall of Fame induction. That doesn't mean anything. Miss Elizabeth is not in. You, you're well aware. You're, you're baiting me now is what you're doing. You're baiting me because you know my hottest wrestling take is about one Miss Elizabeth Hewlett. You know about that. So I'm not taking the bait, but you're baiting me. Well, I mean, I'm just saying there's plenty of there's plenty of women out there that should be in that aren't. Uh China is not in on her own. She is in with DX. 
as part of DX. Yeah, I, again, I don't really understand the – I mean, I guess I understand if you want to put Ric Flair in and the Four Horsemen in separately, but it just doesn't – I don't know. I don't know if everybody gets that treatment. But not that China doesn't deserve to go in on her own merits. I would say that she does. I just find it unlikely. My thing is, is that if Sonny is in, Sable should be in. Um, Sonny could cut a promo. Well, okay, whatever. So, Shara, uh, Sable can uh, cut an awful lot of things. But, uh, yeah. And put her in if you want her in. Go right in. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you're not playing by the rules here. You got to put a woman in and you're not putting any woman. No, in. I, I said Natty Neidhart. That's my, that's, I'm sticking with that. Natty Neidhart. Yeah. Now, you know that they're not going to put Natty in. Not now. I don't know that. I don't know that she's not retired. Was okay, well, how about, about this? Bull, Bull Nakano is not in. Well, Bull? You know, that's an excellent one. That's an excellent one right there. I would put Bull Nakano in. Yeah, okay. absolutely. 100%. I'm sorry, I'm still trying to find a list of who's in and I can't find it in an easily digestible format on the fly. Yeah, no, they don't They don't make too many of those. Hey, maybe there's a uh, business opportunity in that, you know. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so- no, Bull Nakano is a good one. Yeah, if, if Natty's not retired, then okay, fine. Then she'll be my pick. But, uh, yeah, so we've got uh, Bull Nakano. We've got uh, Lex Luger. We've got... Uh, Batista, we got Bam Bam. Who else? Who who else? You put <laughs> well, I mentioned Cornette, got... so I'll go ahead and mention the Midnights as well. Uh, Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express should go in as a unit, just because I don't think Jim would have it any other way. So you got to put all now. Which version yeah. of the Midnights are you putting in? You got to put them all, all in, of them, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to put in Stan, Dennis, and Bobby at the very minimum. Well, now, here's if you talk here's about the... Randy Colley. Here's the rumor that's going around on social media. Uh, they're saying that, yeah, put Midnight in, but only Stan Lane and Beautiful Bobby. Mm. I don't that's think not gonna that, good, uh, that's not going to fly with Jimmy. I, I ain't cool with that. No. Um, Lover boy Dennis Condry, you got to get in, baby. Well, first of all, Condry's still around. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. They just don't want him talking. <laughs> I mean, Randy so. Rose. Why I say Randy Colley? That was Moon Dog. Randy Rose is the other guy. I'm trying to think of. And he was very briefly involved, and in that I think predates Jim Cornette. So I, I could see you not putting in Randy Rose, but I think you got to put in Dennis Condry. Now, it, okay. Well, here's here's all right. Now that I'm thinking about it, if you're going to put these people in, who are you going to get to induct them? I think if you're going to put in the Midnight Express, and you're putting in Jim Cornette, you got to get. I mean, you've got to get Ricky and Robert. Right. Yeah, Ricky and Robert would seem the natural fit. Um, if you can't make that happen, obviously JR would be a good fit, but that's probably not gonna happen. Heyman would work, in my estimation, to put in Cornette. Uh, let's see if but you're the gonna best, if you're gonna put the in... absolute best would be Vince Russo to induct him. I'd I'd pay now that I would pay to see. Vince Russo inducting Jim Cornette <laughs> and the Midnight yeah. Express into the uh now, if you're going to put, <laughs> yeah, the good way to fucking get. To ensure Cornet, Corn- Corny does not come. Cornet to blow a blood vessel in his head. <laughs> and, it's be worth it just for that. And, uh, well, I mean, not only that, but I mean, Batista, like, probably get Triple H to put him in, right? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, you put, yeah, absolutely. Bam, bam. You put Paul in. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah, Heyman. Yeah, maybe Paul Heyman. That one. Yeah. Or maybe Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor would be a good one for the celebrity wing. For the celebrity actually. wing, is he not in? He's not in. Okay, yeah. He, if you're doing a celebrity, I'd neither is Cindy Lauper. By the way, that is that's that is a gross oversight. She that's got to be that's be got it. to be the one. This she year, was right? crucial to that um, rock and wrestling build to the you know the war that the war that settled the score leading into WrestleMania one. Now, yeah, Cindy Lauper should absolutely be in. Um, yeah, no, I agree. If you're going to put in Sable, I mean, maybe, I didn't, you're going to put in Sable. Don't maybe. come cussing me saying I'm going to put in Sable. You're putting in Sable. <laughs> maybe Sean Waltman. <laughs> Ten <Tinder. laughs> That'd be a real shit show. <laughs> Obviously, for those of you that are unaware, Sean Waltman apparently pooped in her bag a time or two. He was a mad pooper there for a while. Maybe. I wonder how that goes over between him and Brock. I mean, surely they've run into each other backstage a time or two. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you how it goes. Um, Sean apologizes profusely <laughs> if it gets brought up is, is how that, that works. Yeah. But I mean, you know, with, um, with uh, you know, we could have this, I guess, Paul E could do Bam Bam and LT, really. I mean, who's going to put in LT? Mm, good question. LT. Goldberg. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I said that half jokingly, but it's not the worst idea. Not the worst. I've, ha- I've had much worse ideas. And so have you on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know who you would put. Who, who would put in LT? Now here's it, it would. Question. It would have to be maybe a family member or somebody close to him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that he was that close to anybody in the biz. Yeah. Um. Now here's the here here's the real question. That I think we kind of glossed over and talking about the Midnight Express. What version do you put in? Are you also putting in uh, Bob Holly and uh, Bart Gunn as part of the the Midnight Express here? Uh, and now I've left you speechless, just like what I, I did. I was with Sable. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know that I'm putting Bob Holly in as part of as part of that tag team. I, no, I don't I'm mind kidding. putting Bob Bob Holly in himself. I honestly, um, as Bob Holly or as Sparky Plug. Well, I just Bob Holly as Sparky Plug and Hardcore Holly and everything else that he was. <laughs> okay. um, I think that he's you know done his time and contributed quite a bit and i mean if coco beware is the floor uh for wwe hall of fame uh, i would say that bob holly is above that so Hmm. um interesting interesting but uh yeah so if you're going to put in cindy lopper though i mean who's going to be the who, who would induct her i mean lou albano is dead yeah, um, Piper's dead. I mean, you could have Hogan Piper's come dead. to it, but I mean, that's Maybe that's the only I can think of. Yeah, uh, or yeah. help wheel Jimmy Hart out here and have him do it. He's the, he's the music man. Yeah, honestly, that wouldn't be a terrible idea. Yeah, no, Jimmy Hart would work. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Hart's probably just going to be the default for anybody that you can't figure out who to induct. Right. 
Like yeah, he inducts he, he LT. He inducts LT. <laughs> he inducts yeah. everybody. I knew all LT, baby. Um, but yeah. So. Oh, you figure either he or, or Lawler are kind of the defaults because Lawler can do five minutes on anybody. You know, you just get, yeah, you just let him do a little crowd work and it, it'll be all right. Yeah. As opposed um, to what we're doing right now. Uh, all right. What other categories do we have? Let's see here. Let's look at the. Uh, We've got a posthumous. We've got a mid Carter. Well, that would be Umanga, right? Or who would who would you put in? That uh, I guess Luger. We count him as. We put Bam Bam as our. Well, Bam Bam, Bam is posthumous. I'm talking. And Luger Nick, is the mid Carter. Luger. Um, yeah. I'll tell you another guy that I think should probably be in, and that's Sid. Um, yeah, I, mean, I understand why he's not, but I mean, I I don't have a problem with Sid being in. Yeah, yeah, I think it should be Sid, and honestly, if you're going to get somebody to induct, well, first of all, Sid would probably say whoever his softball coach is. That's right. And uh, <laughs> if not him, I, I, I guess maybe Sean. Um, yeah, it could be Sean. Um, it could be Sean. I think it could be Nash. Because um, he has half the brain that he does. That's right. We could mend some fences, let Arn do it. Oh, <laughs> from from the same uh, from the same school of thought that brought you Russo inducting Cornet, uh, I give you Arn inducting <laughs> Sid. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. We're gonna cut all that out. Cut, 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 cut. No, nah, I'm leaving it. No, no, no this is a joke because the scissors arm. Cut that, cut that, cut, cut that, cut that, cut, cut. But no, I, I I don't know, man. I think uh, I think Sid should go and. Um, not against that yeah i mean he he was at the top of the biz for a little while and well um, he was well as Cornette said about our headliner batista you ain't gonna be taking arm drags in the third match you're either gonna be main event or you're gonna be nothing that's kind of where sid was he was either gonna be main event or he wasn't gonna be nothing yeah but is dan spivey still around you can have him put sid in is he out of jail i don't know they could bond him out for this couldn't they <laughs> Put him out on work release. <laughs> yeah. Or you could put uh, maybe uh, Colonel uh, Robert Parker to uh, let yeah. him in. Parker, I guess, could do it too, yeah. There's a manager that's not in. Where where you said on, stand on uh, Colonel Parker? I wouldn't be offended at that. I don't hate it. it particularly, I mean, if he, if he goes in as part of the Welsh Fuller family, you know what I mean? Like they put yeah. them all in. Now, um, we, we, we skip Nakano on this, but I think it's pretty obvious who you get to induct her it's got to be medusa it's got to be medusa that's deucey that's no, definitely deucey yeah. um that's the uh, i think we skipped it because that's not a question yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> well first of all if uh if colonel robert parker parker rather is going to be there you go uh inducting said he has to get dressed up in the whole outfit and gimmick oh, and colonel everything. sanders gimmick yeah yeah, he can't. He can't just show up like. Well, I wouldn't. I would not recognize him. Not the Colonel Parker gimmick. I don't think, especially not now that twenty five years has elapsed since I last saw him. Probably. Yeah. So yeah, midnight. Man, if it's not going to be midnight, who else would you put in? As far as tag teams. I mean, yeah, um, demolition would be a a good choice, but. Let me ask you this. 
lawsuit and um, everything. I don't well, know. Well, there's the whole lawsuit situation. And I also actually mentioned this guy for mid-card as well. What would you think about putting in um, the Hollywood Blondes, Pillman and Austin in? Hmm. For a tag team. I mean, Austin clearly already in as, as Stone Cold. But I think Pillman, on his own merits, is a worthy inclusion. Um, he was going to be my vote for posthumous. Especially if you're going to bring in Junior and pick up the ball that uh, AEW dropped. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Hollywood Blondes, how long did they stick? They weren't around that long, were they? Well, like two, three years, right? Two, two, three years. Uh, they were tag team champions. I mean, they passed your belt test. Well, I mean, if you put in Hollywood Blondes, I say you put in the smoking guns. Yeah. Then, then, all right, fine. On your recommendation, the Hollywood Blondes stay out of the Hall of Fame forever. Fine. <laughs> Be that way. I'm just saying. They stuck <laughs> around longer, had more belts. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think that the Hollywood Blondes be a little more impactful. And, you know, even if the Blondes don't go in, Pillman deserves to go in on his own merits. So, um, you know, like I said, bring in Pillman Jr., put Brian into the um, Hall of Fame. That's his big introduction of Jr. You have an angle ready to go right there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, AEW, they, you know, there was this great documentary done on, uh, on Brian Pillman that you see Brian Pillman Jr. like twice on TV, and then that's the end of that. So, not exactly striking while the iron was hot. Yeah. So. And then yeah, maybe, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know if you're trying to put in a faction, Dangerous Alliance, maybe. I was going to say, it's got to be Dangerous Alliance. Maybe. Most underrated faction of all time. How, has the nation gone in as a faction? The nation has not gone in. I like the nation. I was a big fan of them. Um, but yeah, no, I would say Dangerous Alliance is a great choice. Uh, I'd say Dangerous Alliance. The Diamond Exchange? You want to throw those throw them in there? Was that DDP, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash? <laughs> Oh, hell well, you think about it as a unit, they weren't a big deal, but though all three members are Hall of Famers, crazy to think about. This is true. This is true. Yeah, I think you could make an argument for a number of people. I just, um, here's a yeah. faction I think should go in. We haven't mentioned the Nitro Girls, one <laughs> of my favorites. So, well, you know who's inducting them? That's got to be Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. Now Sean could induct them. He married one. Well, he could induct one. And, and For that matter, duck. DDP could as well. That's true. Although they were no. He was he was that. married to the he was married to the main one. Well, the one that you know, the only one that couldn't dance. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I, I'll be I'll love with you as a fourteen year old boy. I did not notice she couldn't dance. Yeah, me neither. Me so, neither. um. Yeah, she's from a land of a thousand lakes, right? Is she from land of the sky blue water? Yeah, she uh, is in, uh, of course, had a wonderful cameo in 40-year-old virgin. Yep. Just a little slip in right there. Yeah. Apparently that was not supposed to happen. Eh, they left it in. That's fine. Ah, don't hate it. But uh, anyways, yeah, I think we've, uh, I think we've sort of beat a dead horse on that one there, J.D., uh, we uh, 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 uh this is uh obviously it's been a very uh 
very sort of just laid back shoot the shiot episode uh well as parties. they have on the jeopardy categories this is our potpourri episode or, or potent potables and uh it'll be time uh, for that after this but anyways so we uh, uh between the tree jism and frank and uh the gomez adams uh Vince McMahon, <laughs> I think we've. I think oh, we man, of... I, I want him to show up in a Zorro outfit so bad, like just pretend he's not Vince McMahon, just like the mask and the hat and the whole deal. Oh, yeah. that's great TV. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so I guess we'll go for the cover and the count the victory on this one, JD. JD, you got anything else you want to throw in? Yeah, sorry for um, the coughing. I thought I was pretty much over it, but the the. I had the return of the tree jism here mid episode. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Well, tree jism is back and guys, we really Calls appreciate mass you. destruction. Exactly. We, uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us for this one as a sort of just a shoot, uh, laid back and shoot the Shiite episode of army of smartness podcast. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook at army of smartness. And of course hit that five-star review. Give us that five-star review. And we'll give you a shout out over here on on air. And thank you so, so much for it. And of course, we have army of smartness at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, any comments, any good comments, nasty comments, as long as you comment, that's all I'm needing. So, JD, that being said, I will bid our listening audience adieu. Adieu.